0: Welcome back to You Are The Magic. I have the beautiful Geraldine with me today all the way from London, but she originally is from France. And I'm really excited to have her here because she is a lifestyle performance coach and an energy master. And what I love, love, love about Geraldine is her story of how she got to where she is now, but also the journey of becoming a mother so welcome Geraldine how are you
1: I'm really good thank you so much for having here it's so so
0: lovely being here you're so very welcome I'm really excited to jump into today's episode and I'd love you to tell the viewers and the listeners um, your story and your journey because I find it very inspirational
1: thank you so, uh, lovely being here with you guys. So, um, my journey, how a French woman landed in London. Um, I used to work in corporate. I used to run digital agency in uh, uh, France and Monaco. And then I met my husband in London. Um, so I moved to London nine years ago. The first year was a bit traumatic because I didn't really speak good English. So, I had to learn everything. had to how to communicate, how to do business, how people would think French people are quite abrupt and direct. Um, Fast track a year, um, I finally found my fit um, in the UK and um, I landed an amazing job in corporate. I was doing really, really well, really enjoying my journey. I was responsible for developing Europe for that company. Um, And that was also the time where my husband proposed and when they decided to get married and to have a baby. So uh, we tried and we tried and nothing happened. And I didn't understand really what was going on here. Um, But I decided to run some tests because I was 34, closing to the age where, you know, you were potentially not as fertile. And they told me I was um, not going to be able to have a baby naturally, that I had really low fertility level level, and that it would be really difficult for me to have a child. So that was just before we went on honeymoon to Bali. And um, as you can imagine, that was a big shock to my system. Like some women don't want to be a mother. I knew I wanted to be a mother. And I had this deep vision that I was going to be a mom anyway. So we went to Bali, we did the honeymoon, it was amazing. And I I, I had heard about this guy, this little guy in Sidemen, a tiny little village in Bali, um, some sort of healer. So I decided I'm going to go and see him, I'm going to talk to him. So so he did this whole ceremony and chanting and it was very scary. I didn't have a clue what the hell was going on here. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And then at the end he said, you mind, uh, no, how is that?" You body fine, you mind need to heal. And that was it. And it left me with that. So I came back to my room, and, and that was really funny because on that night, I remember specifically, I had my period. So that was really weird, like the whole thing it did. Anyway, we came back to London, and I said to myself, I never take no financer, and I'm going to have that child. So I started to see an acupuncture, but at the same time, I really decided to work on me and to go inwards so I knew that from very early my grandmother was a healer and I had to suppress that and the other grandmother was had magnetism so I decided to really really go back to um, healing myself through meditation visualization Um, I was a Reiki practitioner since the age of 16 but I was never using that energy Um, So I did a lot of research, sacral energy, feminine energy and embodiment called channel people in Costa Rica and I was doing all this energy work and um, within two months went to see this acupuncture and um, I said to her, I don't know what's going on, what you're doing to me, this is clearly not working, I was supposed to have periods faster. I said because I still don't have my period and it's been two months now and she Touched my purse and she said, "I suggest you make a test." Um, so I made a test, and I was pregnant. So it took two months for me to be pregnant. And I guess the the the, the, the meaning behind it is that you know when all the medical were saying that I was not going to have a child, it was never going to happen to me. I de- I decided that I was going to make my own destiny. I was going to if I wanted to have that child, I would do anything I could. To have her, basically, and she's now six years old. So, you
0: know. Congratulations. <laughs> and what I love, before we jumped on the call, we were having a little chat and connecting, and I really would love you to talk a little bit more about the disconnect between the mind and the body and how really connecting the mind and the body and doing the inner work. So what does the inner work really mean to you? Because I know that for some listeners who's never really heard about the inner work or they're fresh and they're new to understanding what that actually is if you could explain in your terms what going inwards and doing the inward in the inner work and connecting the mind back to the body what that what that looks like for you
1: so for me doing the the inner work meant that i really had to detach from the person i was the person i was was a very successful businesswoman who was running a digital agency who was making a lot of money who was acting as out of masculine energy and completely forgot to be the feminine energy so we are being coded to act this way you know as soon as we are little kids we are being told you have to be good in math, you have to to read you have to do your test you have to do this do that do this do that competition over well-being So no wonder when we land a job, we just want to be as good as the CEO or we want to climb the ladder. So we act and we realize very quickly that in the corporate world, there is not much space to be. You have to fit in the box. And if you don't fit in the box, you have to go. So you fit in the box and then you shrink and you shrink and you shrink until you forgot who you really are. So doing the inner world means that Whilst I was in Bali and the guy said to me, that, the little monk said to me that I was all fine. I was this amazing goddess eating papaya, pineapple, swimming costume all the time. And then when I was in London, I had my um, blazer, my, my uh, suitcase, uh, call these, do that. There was a massive disconnect. So I decided that in my daily routine, I was going to implement time for myself so going inwards means that you need to identify out of your journey what is left of you for me there was nothing it was all about work it was all about work all about my client all about my team there was nothing for me so I created space I created space by waking up earlier a tiny little bit earlier and by reconnecting with my body and it means doing the yoga that I had stopped doing reading a little bit and going for a run and I hated running but I decided to push myself and I I was going to do it it also means that I went back into what I loved to do before I became a woman what I loved doing was dance and as soon as you become a woman you just stop dancing you just stop doing the piano you just stop doing everything your mom or your parents ask you to do or you decide to do it because you have to work you have to get a job so you just work and make money. And go out and get drunk, and have a boyfriend, and get married, and have a kid, and get the house and everything. But really, the thing that our parents give us to grow and 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 define who we really are—doing some drawing, whatever—we just forget and we leave them in the box. So I went into my internal box, I unlock the box, and I pulled out what I was missing. So I was missing dancing. So I went back into salsa, uh, which was my passion, and I still dance today. I, when I was, when I turned 40, I danced on stage in a big salsa festival in Bulgaria. I went back into reading. I had forgotten about reading. Thanks for Netflix, but we just stopped reading. And I connected with the energy. So the energy means we all have energy, all of us. We are all carrying an amazing energy. The difference is some people have it flowing and are able to share it. And so people have it hidden. And I reconnected with my hidden energy to awake the energy and to allow it to flow everywhere in my body and in particular in my womb. Because when you operate from a masculine energy, you actually don't want to be seen as a woman because you know that on the working in a working environment, it's not good to be a woman. You have to act as a man to be respected, etc. So I reconnected with my feminine energy. I started wearing red lipstick at work. I started wearing my hips, my heels again. I started behaving like a woman. I started being silent during meetings. I started being let back. I stopped acting and connecting and being. And then I did reiki, and then I did acupuncture, and then I did the meditation. And instead of saying the, oh my god, I'm going to have to go through IVF. How much is it going to cost me? It's never going to work. I literally remember running and having my, my tears rolling and think to myself, I am going to have a child. I can see myself having that baby. She's going to be amazing. I'm going to be fat and I'm going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> and literally I could see myself having and caring and I visualized myself. I think that, that's going to be amazing. I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to buy a, a, a push chair and da da da. I'm just going to be this way. I'm going to, and so I I went back into me as opposed to what everyone was expecting of me to do go to the doctor go see, to the IVF take some drugs uh, do the, do the I just connected from within
0: and I love that story and I love how beautiful <laughs> that you went for a run or you were going for runs and you were crying and you said your body's going to get fat and It's not necessarily getting fat, but you're growing another human inside of you. But it's an interesting way of, I remember when I was pregnant, my background's personal training. So all I ever did was get on the scales and hope that it stayed the same or went down a little bit. And when I fell pregnant, the scales were going up and it was a really, it was a really challenging time in my mind that I knew that it was the natural process of putting on weight because I was growing another human inside of me but it also was a mind a mind challenge for me going through it at the very beginning as the pregnancy went on because it was a um it was not we hadn't planned to fall pregnant at that present moment um we fell pregnant on our honeymoon and and 10 months later we had my little munchkin nine months later um and Yeah, it's a really interesting way and I love how you said that you you are going to allow your body to do whatever it needs to do while you're pregnant and you're loving your body up and that's one thing that I've struggled over the years with, with loving my body, like really loving what I see in the mirror and I now look at myself in the mirror every single day and just fully love every ounce of my being and it was really hard at the beginning and how, what's your self-love, self-care routine that you do every day? And what, what happens when you look at yourself in the mirror? What do you see the reflection looking back at you?
1: So when I was 19, I suffered from depression because I was anorexic bulimic. So body was like, uh, it was the only thing I could control, like study were really hard. I could control my body because I was not very good in math. I was highly creative and I was again fitting that box in France where you had to be good in math. I could control my body. When I wanted to have a baby, my body wasn't serving me anymore. The first thing the acupuncturist told me was you're too skinny. She said, you have to fertilize this garden uh, to allow this, this seed to come. And suddenly it became completely irrelevant how this is just some skin and some fat, but but, but this is growing a a human being. Um, When I was pregnant, I was actually so big. Like people were asking me if I was having twins. So very skinny from the back, but my my tummy was huge. I'm really short. I'm five foot one. And I was like, I was watering and I had to wear a belt. (laughs) It was was ridiculous. But um, as soon as I had her, the the sense of it's just like all the things you've been worrying all your life about the cellulite about the shape of your body it doesn't matter anymore your body is creating a human being like how amazing is that like how incredible is that and today the way i take care of my body um i try to run three times a week sometimes i do more sometimes i'm too lazy it's cold it's london but i try uh, but it's not so much for my body. It's because when I don't exercise, I feel very anxious and very stressed and I'm very much in my mind. And I'm someone who operates very much out of pleasure and out of when I'm happy and when my energy is high, I can share with my clients, I am the best version of myself. If I'm not moving it's like the energy is stagnant and I've become like everyone else, depressed, uh, my life is crap. I'm not doing very well, everyone is knowing me and the COVID and everything. So I know for me going out for a run is something that's going to shift my day. Second thing is I mentioned that I reconnecting by doing uh, salsa and this is something I haven't given up. So I've got a salsa partner and um, even during COVID, we were dancing outside, we were, I make sure that dance is part of my daily um, routine. Like, I would put my salsa music, trust me, here they have enough of salsa. <laughs> <laughs> but I would put my salsa music, and I just, the, the vibe of the energy is what lifts me up. And something I said to my client all the time is, you need to find your salsa. So they love it. Said, what is your salsa? What is it that when you do it, lift your spirits up that no one can crush it. Like three minutes stay, three minutes of an amazing music, something that's going to make you feel so good, raise your vibration so high that even if you have a crap client a crappy boss or or you have an argument with your partner, with your husband or your kids are driving you mad, you can go back and anchor to that feeling that you had when you woke up. You know, it's okay, it's okay. I'm going to be okay, it's going to be okay. So, for me, connecting with my body means uh, running, um, having chocolate every day. I'm addicted to chocolate. I try to. <laughs> I've been miserable. <laughs> I've been so miserable. I have chocolate absolutely every day. And I um, I dance. And I'm not so much into yoga, actually. I'm really into Kundalini yoga. But I've tried yoga and I realized it's, it's not for me. I enjoy it, but I'm not going to be – for me, it's more the um, – the star star, the dancing, the even when the gym opening, the weightlifting, I just just enjoy feeling my body basically.
0: Yeah, and I think everyone's a little bit different and I'm not a huge yoga girl. Um, I'm a dancer and personal trainer. So I like to move, I like to run, so I totally yeah. get it. And when I, not long ago, I messaged one of my coaches and I was like, I am in a feral mood. I am so angry and frustrated. She said, go and put your running shoes on and get out of the house. Leave your phone at home and go for a run. You're not doing anything right now because everything, this was not working for me this day. Everything that I knew had worked in the past just was not working. She said, put your shoes on, go for a run. Message me when you get home. And I got home and I felt amazing, connected back to self, cleared my mind and I shifted the energy and I felt tired before I left. When I came back, I felt energised because we have energy stuck inside our body which makes us feel tired when really we need to pop those energy bubbles open which is going to energise us more fully when we are in that movement state. And everyone's different whether you're yoga, you're dance, you're running, you're doing weights, um, just that movement Really yeah. connects you back into yourself. So over your journey with going from being in corporate, falling pregnant, reconnecting with your body, studying Reiki, and/or have you studied NLP as well,
1: and hypnosis? Uh, I've studied hypnosis. I practice NLP. Um, I am not qualified. I've re- I read a lot. I study a lot. I practice a lot. I didn't even know it was called NLP. You know, suddenly so someone is telling you, "You do NLP." is this an LP? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, when you've been in self-development for as long as I have been, since 19 years old, you just i have seen everything. So now that we're like, is this an LP? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I basically use a lot of uh, reconnecting to the inner child, to the womb, releasing the emotional blockages, reconnecting to, um, I, I don't like to say the trauma because I'm not a therapist. And I do wannabe. But unfortunately, <laughs> they come up. Um, and then once we acknowledge them and we let them go, this is when the magic happens. So it can be uncomfortable, but you know.
0: Yeah, it's really it really is when the magic happens. And so with so where you are now when so before we jumped on the call you were saying how you never wanted to be an entrepreneur and you are where you are now so what was that transition that happened from um jumping into becoming an entrepreneur
1: um basically I was at the top of my career uh, you know I had never dreamed arriving in London not even speaking proper English being able to to run a digital agency and to to be back at the level I have I had in France, and I felt so empty. I had the child, the money, the husband, the the, the house, and everything, and I had the I felt completely empty, like something was missing, and none of the work that I was doing, like the inner work, would give me the spark. And I was like, "Oof, what is it?" And I realized it's just because I was not in alignment anymore. I didn't belong to to I wouldn't say the corporate world as such because I still work with corporate, but I work on my own term. I come and I go. I don't have someone telling me, you need to go to the pub if you want to be with your team because if you don't go to the pub, you're not going to be accepted. Uh, If you don't drink alcohol, it's not good. I don't have someone telling me uh, that I have to be connected 24-7 even when they text me because this is what they want me to do. If I want to switch off my phone, I switch off my phone. If I want to work at 10 o'clock at night because my clients are in the U.S., I do it. So basically, there was a part of me that needed that freedom and that flexibility. And I felt I had achieved everything. I was turning 41. And I was like, okay, you have 20 more years to have fun. And then it's going downhill. What do you want to do? You know, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just so I literally said to myself, okay, this is now and ever. My husband and I decided that there was not going to be another child anyway, because we already have, I have two stepdaughters, we have my little miracle. And I just said, okay, I'm going to have another baby, but it's going to be a business. So I'm going to put all my eggs in that business. And this is going to be my baby. And trust me, it was really scary. I had no clue, you know, from running six figures to, okay, when is the next paycheck coming? It, you know, but I was running, um, you know seven figures organization so I said to myself if I can do it for others I can do it for myself but the difference is just that I don't have a boss on my back I'm my own boss so I can do it um so I set up my company officially so I landed the contract in April last year April May 2020 no 2019 sorry and I set up the company officially on the 24th of November 2020 in the middle of the night I woke up and I'm called Geraldine Spurway, and um, I had on my logo, it was Geraldine Spurway, uh, GS, etc., but I woke up in the middle of the night, and I looked, etymology, the sp- Spurway, what does it mean? And spur means to boost, and way means the path. And I said, that's it, I'm rebranding overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I that, you know, the business I was like four months old, I'm rebranding already. And I decided that was gonna be it. It was gonna be the spur way. So now one of my programs is spur your soul, another one is spur your brand. It's all about the spur, so about this spark, you know, that spark and that boost that help uh, people who feel a bit I can't move. It gives them the energy that they need to to do the first step and to then roll.
0: I love that. I love that. And I love your journey and your story. So How do people get in contact with you to want to work with you or to connect and know more about you? So where would they go to find you?
1: So social media, um, I'm on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, Jordan Spurway, on LinkedIn as well, and I have my website, which is www.thespurway.com. So I'm visible for those of you who want to connect, they will find me.
0: Beautiful. And where, what's your other go-to book or go-to quote that you have that if you're feeling a little bit off, you kind of pick that up?
1: So it's always the same. Um, there's two. There's one that is I'm okay, I'm going to be okay, it's going to be okay. Simply because when I hit rock bottom, I was still okay. You hit rock bottom and you realize you're still alive. You're just feeling really crap, but you're still okay. Um, and the second one, when I feel a bit like, you know, um, it's my time. It's my time and I'm ready for, for what's coming next. So it's my time and I'm ready for what's coming next. And for that, and I'm welcoming it with open arms. I am welcoming it. I'm receiving it. I am ready. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> that is really beautiful. That is really beautiful. The other day, I was having a moment, and I um, and I thought I'd start playing with the universe a little bit more again because every now and then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna start playing with you. And I had a bill that needed to be paid, and I was going through some emotional stuff, but I was just like. I'm always supported. The universe is always supporting me. I'm always being supported in every moment. I'm being supported in every moment, everything. I'm always being supported. And I repeated that for about 30 minutes because that was how long the car drive was. Just sat in the car and continued to repeat it. And I got home and the amount of money that I needed for the bill, because I wasn't stressed about the money for the bill, but I was just like, I'm just going to play with it. That exact amount of money came into my experience by the time I got home within 40 minutes
1: this is mad this is my it does it does it's something similar happened to me um I wanted I wanted to enroll a program and I was just like "Oh, okay, not another program you know we, we've all done that not another program and literally I was like uh oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could have that money wouldn't it be nice if this money could be coming just like that wouldn't it be nice got back home And I had, it was madness. I had a letter from HMRC, the tax refund in the UK, giving me that exact amount of money. And I was literally shouting, I was like, yeah, I'm a (laughs) manifester. Yeah, because this is really, this is actually quite cute. So my daughter is very spiritual and you know, when it's passed on to the, the generation so Saturday we went, um, it's not very exciting because we, obviously we can't really go shopping anymore, but we went to the chemist to buy <laughs> some uh, lovely essential oil um, and she had a little teddy bear with her and she said, oh mama, he really needs a friend. Wouldn't it be nice if you could have a little friend? Because she hears me and said, so, yeah, it could be nice if you could have a little friend. Got into the chemist, we buy the essential oil and then the chemist lady um, say to my daughter, do you want a little teddy bear? This is for you. I was <laughs> just like, so she had this wrapped up teddy bear that, you know, like probably Christmas stuff that they were giving to kids. And my daughter was looking at me and she said, say, the angels, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. So cute. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. And I was just
0: like, she's a manifesto."
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: like, and... Yeah, and it's so true because I've been teaching my daughter about manifesting as well because I've got a 10-year-old and she's going for prefect at the moment. And I said, just keep telling yourself that you've already, you're have already you already doing it. Start acting as if you are already prefect. She's like, mum, people keep coming up to me telling me that they're going to vote for me. They're telling me, like, I don't even have to tell them to vote for me. They're like, we're voting for you because you're awesome. She's like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I so cute. That. I love that. I love that it's so beautiful and I and I love these manifesting stories because it really can happen that fast when we get out of the way but we also know and we trust that we are supported and we expect it to happen and having fun with it so not knowing and having fun with playing with it going like I was saying, I'm totally supported in every moment of every day. I'm totally supported. I'm always supported, even though that I was going through an emotional thing after having conversation with somebody, but I was, I'm supported, I'm supported, I'm supported. And same with you. You wanted to do a program and you wanted money to flow through into your experience yeah. like that, and it turned Amazing. up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it.
0: Absolutely love it. Yeah, and that's where we we're all magical beings and there's always magic in the air. It's just about trusting and believing that there is magic everywhere.
1: Yeah absolutely and I guess you know sometimes I know some people will be like oh but how do you how can be how can you feel happy vibes when you you know you have everything collapsing around you and I just say just try to find a better thought a better feeling thought better emotions that you can bring on the table like you know as opposed to looking at the fact that you may not have been able to generates as much money as you wish in your business. If you're an entrepreneur, well, just look at the fact that you still have a business. Some people are being followed. You have a business. You know, some people have nothing left. So try to see yourself. Um, I always say your, your glass half full as opposed to off empty. You know, and, um, and I know it's difficult, especially at this moment in time, you know, everybody's feeling a bit uncertain with what's happening. The situation in the world, but I often say to my client, You know, if we are having this conversation, it means that you're not sick. So, just that be so grateful for that. I have so many people around me who lost people they loved. Um, one of my clients lost two weeks ago her dad, and four weeks ago her mom. Wow, and I'm oh, yeah, and I'm just and she's still turning up to the session. She's she's still like, No, I want to do it. We're gonna do do my brand, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. So, she calibrate into my energy because she knows she has to she doesn't have to but she knows that's the way to move forward but i always say to people i'm using her a lot as an example you know you know you're healthy it's not ideal but you know dream keep dreaming keep doing it
0: (coughs) yep yep that's exactly right and gratitude gratitude's huge and it's just that one thing what's one thing that you can be grateful for having a glass of water having a bed to sleep in being grateful for the one thing and then that one thing snowballs into going, oh, I've got lots of amazing things happening because we can just laser focus on the one bad thing and we forget about all the amazingness that's happening in our world. I have had the most amazing time talking to you today. It's been a lot of fun. You're so very welcome. And all the information will be in the show notes to get in contact with Geraldine and thank you for listening and we'll see you again. Bye, Geraldine. Thank you
1: so much. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests thank you again for tuning in I am Alexis Jane remember you are the magic